Hello and welcome to this episode of Positivity, a work in progress. Thank you for downloading this episode. Today's topic is confidence. We're going to start off with um, a dictionary definition of confidence. And that dictionary definition says, having strong belief or full assurance. And so I know I know in our conversations, V, that building confidence is central to your work, isn't it? Really is. Yeah. I mean, I, I call myself a confidence, well, kindness and confidence coach, uh, because there's a lot of belief that confidence is all about, I am here, listen to me, talk to me, you know, and all of this big bravado and I'm not like that at all. I don't like loud. You know, I am an introvert. I'm, I'm confident, but I'm an introvert. So loud troubles me deeply. Um, so, yeah, so I, I put kindness in it as well so that people can see it gives them a little hint towards confidence doesn't have to be one thing, you know, and that we can be confident in some things, but not so confident in others. And for me in my work, so with my work, I do one-to-one work with with women and help them see how brilliant they are as they are, because we often don't feel that. And through my community interest company, I work with children and young people from as young as four up to 19 and vulnerable women. And the reason that I do that is because when I've run workshops for women, nearly all of them will say that their self-esteem and confidence issues started in childhood. It was more often on, on and not more often than not a flyaway comment, you know, oh, you're looking a little bit chubby today or something like that, which someone might have said as a joke. Um, I would put in right now that comments about appearance are never, ever funny. Um, so referring back to a previous episode about learning. I hope people learn that today. Mm. Comments about appearance are never funny. Um, but yeah, they, so they they all said that their issues started in childhood. And I know that mine did. You know, I remember the first time I was told how effing fat and ugly I was. I can remember who was in the room. I can remember who was standing there. And I also remember feeling knowing that this is what people thought of me generally because it wasn't the first time I heard it. Even though I can't remember the previous times, I knew it wasn't the first time I'd heard it. And when I started working with groups of women, uh, first through teaching them burlesque and then through teaching them vintage dance forms, and they, other people were watching the the results I was getting because I'd also taught myself by that point how to feel good about myself because I never had the first three and a half decades of my life. I hated who I was. I wouldn't look in a mirror. Um, I wouldn't, I'd avoid shop windows so that I couldn't see myself. But through doing those things, I gained confidence. I used my background in psychology and counselling. I gathered up all of this life experience that I'd had and I started turning it around and I was using it with these women that I'd worked that I was working with and other people saw the results I was getting so that's how I started doing specifically confidence coaching and because so many of them 
said their issue started in childhood. And because I was talking to schools regarding another project I was running at the time, they were saying it's really needed in schools. So that's why I sent up, set up the, the community interest company. But I found it heartbreaking, the amount of women in their 50s, 60s, 70s who are still saying, when I'm thin enough, I will do this. Mm. You know, uh, women I've talked to, I'd love to travel. Well, why haven't you? I can't get on a plane at this size. Mm. You know, and they're like a size 16 or 18. You know, why, why would I travel looking like this? And it's like, well, why wouldn't you? And it's about encouraging people. When, when I talk to people, I, I tell them that it's who we are and what we do that matters. And that's where the confidence should come from. This is all just fancy meat packaging. You know, it doesn't matter what we look like on the outside. And I'm sat here wearing, you know, a pretty frock. I always like a pretty frock. I usually have my hair done up in flowers. So there's nothing wrong with wanting to look good. But really, it doesn't matter whether you're... I can rock up to anything now with my hair a mess in leggings and a t-shirt because it doesn't matter. I matter, but the outside bit doesn't. Does any of that resonate with you, Kim? Yes, indeed, it does. And, and as you were talking, one of the, um, something that came up to, for me was acceptance. Yep. And um, I hadn't really linked it to confidence before, but as you were talking, that's what I was, that's what I was um, hearing and uh, that's what was resonating mm. for me. And um, just in the way that you were, you know, almost like with the fan fancy packaging, that's got to be right, or this has got to be right before. Um, and I suppose that in my work as a coach, there's something that I say about someday, someday aisle, yeah. um, which, you know, it's probably not a nice place to not a uh, not a nice island to be on someday aisle. You just don't ever get to that point, and I think that is maybe linked to around confidence. Um, so, I kind of like I I see people's confidence increase with life coaching. Yeah, and uh, they take on new behaviours and just taking small steps in in things that you haven't done before, and uh, to me that is confidence and I guess my own experience of confidence would be trying trying things out and isn't it isn't it strange in a way because there's a bit of a circ circular pattern there isn't there because to try things out you have to have the confidence um, and then uh, um, but then you need confidence to try things out so so it's a bit of a chicken and egg isn't it which comes first yeah um I think as well, I, I picked up on what you said about kindness, because I think kindness and confidence go hand in hand. Um, I asked for some feedback recently from my clients and um, something that was a common theme that came back from that feedback was, you know, yes, they did feel more confident and uh, in different areas of their life. And also they had increased their kindness towards themselves. Mm -hmm. So I just wondered how that, you know, that that just in, interested me yep. in terms of how does kindness fit with confidence? What do you think? I, I think it's a huge part of it. I mean, obviously not everyone that has confidence is necessarily kind. You know, we can all think of people that have been or are in power that are very confident, but don't show any signs of kindness. So it's not 
an obligatory part of it. But I do think for me, it's, I tell people that I, I really believe that if we're kinder and more accept, kinder to and more accepting of ourselves, we'll be kinder to and more accepting of others. Um, but there's also something else that you said that you said about people living on the island of someday. Mm. You know, for me, you know, I have people or when I am, but the someday thing really resonated because this last year for all of us has been, or for most of us, has been beyond our expectations. And I've been referring to some of the things I've done as they were on my someday list that I thought I would never actually get round to doing. But this past year, it's like, well, what can I do? I've still got to work. I've still got to keep my business afloat. So I went to someday and I started doing things. And I think that's part of why we're good at what we do, Kim, is because although we're both educated up to the eyeballs and we can give you the theory and the facts, we've also lived it. We, we know mm. we're, we're talking about it from lived experience. And I think I know that if I'm, say someone phoned me now and said, oh, they want you to go on this morning and talk about confidence in 10 minutes time, I could do it because I have that confidence in myself, but also because I know what I'm talking about because I've lived it. And yeah. I think you're the same, aren't you? Yes, I probably would be a bit more scared. <laughs> Well, yeah, but... <laughs> than you, and I would admit it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and I'd be scared. I'd be scared and then I'd really enjoy it because yeah. that's how I work and I know myself in that. But that's um, great so as well though, isn't it? The yeah. The fact that you know yes. that and you're still willing to give it. It's, it's, to... The, it's okay to feel the fear, but, you know, we've talked about this before and, you know, I think it was your first book, wasn't it? About feeling the fear and doing it anyway. It was indeed. It was, and 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 I'll always that that book um, by Susan Jeffers very close to my heart because, you know, although I would I um, probably my self personal development journey started before that. Um, I said before it started when I had postnatal depression, which was like thirty five, thirty six years ago. But in terms of you know, self-help books. I think Susan Jeffers' "Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway" book was was really sort of like central to my to my learning and development. And and again, it, it is that um, what I said before about the confidence. Just do do it anyway. I mean, it says what a great book title, isn't it? Mm. Um, and uh, and that element of fear. Um, when you said about going on TV and I uh, sort of I had a physical yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we know where my fear lies um, and yet as you said I, I would do it because what I've learned over my my life is that um, you know there is value in in doing doing the things that scare me um, I think I think in a, a previous podcast you said about um, jumping out of an aeroplane I'm not going that far I'm not going that far either but anything to do with personal development I t tend to to go there mm. and um, it's it interests me that the fear 
that confidence and, and fear and um, how we can address that, I suppose. And, and for me, addressing fear in terms of moving forward or doing something different or doing it anyway, um, a question that you might ask is, you know, uh, is this coming from fear or is it coming from love? Because, uh, which kind of like brings in self-compassion, doesn't it? Because if you can get in a, in a kind of state of a more loving state towards yourself, you know, and kindness as towards yourself, then possibly the fear will be not, not taken away because I don't think with confidence there is always fear. It's about managing it like she says, feel it and do it, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really important point in that what you said about self-compassion and confidence and fear. And I think that's really important. I mean, obviously, we're not going to say to people, oh, because you're confident, you can walk through scary alleyways at night because, you know, you feel the fear and you do it anyway. That's that's not the right thing to do. But that's where the self-compassion comes in. And it's like, well, no, I care for myself. I'm not going to put myself at risk. But being able to feel the fear for things like being thrown onto a TV programme, which hasn't happened yet, but, you know, who knows? Um, but it's about knowing that that will be, it will be scary. Some people might be mean, but more likely some people will think, wow, aren't they brilliant? And knowing that those good feelings and that you can cope with the bad feelings are far are definitely worth feeling the fear for. And, and that's the self-compassion part of it, isn't it? It's like, well, I will get, yes, I feel terrified now, but when I've done it, you know, the self-compassion will be amazing because I will be aware of, I've done it again. How great is this that I've challenged myself? Uh, so I, I think the self-compassion part is a really important part of it too. It's not about confidence linking with bravado and you know for me it was bungee jumping you, you said about throwing yourself off a plane but it's like well of course I've got confidence I can fly that would be ridiculous you know jumping yeah. from a high whatever you jump from on a bungee and from a plane but about knowing that you can live with the consequences of other things and and that's both compassion and confidence isn't it yeah yeah and I and I wonder if um, how how do people um, view confidence and confident people? And it mm. just occurred to me, uh, um, could it be? I think you mentioned earlier about some people are. I don't know. I don't. You said overconfident, but that's what I heard. Um, and uh, you know, is there sometimes? Could there be a fear about appearing overconfident? And, and almost like the stereotypes attached to that, what do you think? I do, when I run workshops, I do an exercise with people and uh, with women in the group. And I say, what does confidence look like? What does a confident woman look like? And nearly always she's tall, voluptuous. She wears a pinstripe suit. Um, she smells a Chanel number no. five and she's very brash and quite mean. So to a lot of people, confidence means arrogance and it's not that way at all. Um, and they do this. And then I say to them, am I confident? And they'll all go, oh, yeah, 
you know, and I'm not those things, you know, I've, I'm, I'm confident in, in being who I am. So I don't feel the need to walk into a room and go, hello, everyone, I am here. Um, I don't need to do that because the people that are interested will find me. The people that aren't, I'm not worried about um, because I'm, I'm confident in who I am and I don't need to make a show about it. And I think that there is a fear for a lot of women, especially about being seen as confidence because it is a very, people see it as a very fine line between our confidence and arrogance. And they're very different things for most of us. It's just, unfortunately, same as with most things, it's the loud ones that get the, the notice. It's the squeaky wheel that gets the grease, isn't it? Um, mm. But really, you know, it is, confidence can be anything that fits for you and it doesn't have to be arrogant at all. No, no, that's, that, that, I'm, I'm glad you said that. And I, and I think that kind of makes sense to me. I'm thinking that, you know, a confident person, some uh, somebody that maybe you would see and um, see them as confident, um, that might be linked to ego. Um, so overconfident mm -hmm. then and ego. And I think something that um, comes into to balance that out, that overconfidence yeah. is humility. And, um, you know, give, giving that, um, just being aware of, of your your behavior on other people um, taking them into account as well which doesn't take away your own confidence so it's something from within and also you know kind kindness and yeah. humility go hand in hand don't they so yeah so being confident and kind I think is brilliant that you've you've chosen those two for your yeah well I think your, because um, for your coaching I've I've watched talks I've met confidence coaches who are all you can do this it's like you know army major yelling and for some people that works brilliantly and if you are that kind of person mm. that likes that brilliant you know find who you 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 work with you know who will work well with you but for me mine is about asking the right questions to help people see that they're brilliant as they are, you know? So it's it's not about me yelling at someone and telling them they're stupid because they're not believing in themselves. I'm there, you know, and I will ask them, if someone else had lived your story, what would you think of them? And most of us will sit here and go, oh, well, no, I've only done this, this is my life, no one's interested. But I say to them, well, if someone else told you that, what would you think? And nearly always they'll go, actually, yeah. I think they're pretty amazing. Um, and it's about helping people see that, that we've all, we've all got yeah. a wonderful story. There's all things, we've all got things that others can learn from us. We can all make a difference in this world. And it's up to us to choose whether it's a kind one or an angry difference. Um, you know, and, and I am... As I said earlier, you know, I, I really believe kindness will change the world and that it's about being kinder to ourselves and more accepting will be mean we're more kinder and more accepting of others. And you do that with love, yeah. not with yelling. Definitely. Wow, I think we've done a, a lovely trip around confidence. Is there anything else that maybe a tip or something? What can anybody listening? Um, is there anything that you would say to them if they would like to be more confident what would you i think 
confidence is a huge mm. issue isn't it obviously it affects everybody and this is one of those well all, all the conversations we have we could if we were left in a room on our own we'd probably record 28 hour podcasts wouldn't we? <laughs> about one subject going around in circles um but i think the the best the, the most effective tip and it was what i did for myself when i first started my exploration of confidence and feeling happy with who i was was that every time you think something negative about yourself, write it down, put it on a post-it note or a bit of paper, put it in a jar. Then write a positive, two positives about yourself, one positive on one piece of paper, one positive on a different piece of paper, put them in your positive jar. And then over time you will see that there's far more positive about you than there is negative. And it's a, a great visual reminder and it will be hard at first because I know when I first started doing it, you did, I would could easily come up with, you know, 78 million things that were negative about me, really hard to come up with one positive and it takes practice. But I really do implore people to try it and to help them find that there's far more good about them than anything else. So, yes. So, quotes, Kim. Thank you. Quotes. Okay. So, mine is, when you have confidence, you can have a lot of fun. When you have fun, you can do amazing things. And that's by Joe Namath. Brilliant. I've actually got two this week. Obviously, this being the field that I work in, there are so many I could choose from when I was doing my cards to narrow it down to 30 was quite hard. Mm. Um, so I've got two. One is by Peter T. McIntyre. Conf confidence comes not from always being right, but from not fearing to be wrong. And I felt that resonated with what we were talking about going with failure, knowing it's mm. okay. And then the next one's from Eleanor Roosevelt. She sounds like such a fascinating woman. I wish, you know, she would be one of those dinner people. You could have a, a wonderful dinner party who would you invite and she would be one of yeah. mine, I think. And she said, you gain strength, courage and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You are able to say to yourself, I loved through this horror, I can take the next thing that comes along. Wow. Great yes. quotes. Thank you, V. So uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, we look forward to sharing with you again. Please follow us on our Instagram accounts. And mine is Instar Coaching CIC and V's is Venus CIC. And if you have any questions, contributions, comments, we would love you to get in contact with us. And also if there are topics you would like us to, to discuss, we would love that too. So you can email us at a work in progress podcast, abbreviated to AWIP podmail at gmail.com or visit our web website at positivity, a work in pro progress dot wordpress dot com. Thank you. Thank you.